This is episode 62 of the Poptcast. Welcome to the Poptcast, a weekly podcast all about pop culture in three regular segments. We're your hosts, Maureen and Josh Goldman. Welcome back, everyone. The 2019 Emmys are in the book, and I've got an instant reaction podcast lined up for you. I just finished watching this year's awards, aka the biggest night in television, and I've got some hot takes for you. I've also got what will probably amount to some cold takes as well. And as I mentioned last week on the show, because the Emmys didn't end until 11 p.m. Eastern time, Maureen will not be joining me on this episode. In fact, I'm starting recording this at 11.35 p.m., so Maureen is sleeping, as many of you probably are at this time, and smartly so at this late hour. But not me, no, not me. Here I am recording in my office, which, for those that don't know, is my closet office, to bring you a recap of this award show so that when you're at your water cooler tomorrow or heating up your leftovers in the kitchen or wandering around the office trying to burn some extra minutes off the clock as you're counting down to 5 p.m. and your co-worker bombards you in the hallway with, well, what did you think of that moment when the dragon from Game of Thrones appeared at the Emmys? You can say, Karen, we both know that didn't happen. Instead, you can school Karen on your knowledge that Game of Thrones won the most awards tonight and there were some hilarious moments, and that there were some overrated moments as well. But before we get into all of that, I did want to point out as a follow-up to last week's show, just mere hours after we published our episode where we kicked things off talking about SNL's newest cast member and his racist comments that was on Monday, well, that guy was officially canceled. Shane Gillis was fired from SNL before his career there even began, and the worst part about it was that instead of sounding remorseful, he just doubled down on his bad behavior and unfunny comedy. So good riddance, bro. We hardly knew you, and we definitely don't want to now. Okay, so let's get into the Emmys. We're going to start with a discussion of the big winners and my thoughts on those. Then I'll give my pick for best moment and worst moment of the night, and then I'll wrap things up after that. Oh boy, I guess we got to start with the big awards of the night. We had the award for best drama series, best comedy series, best limited series. I guess I'll start with the good. The best limited series went to Chernobyl, which I have been on this podcast before saying that I think it's one of the best things I've watched in a long time on TV. It's an HBO show created by Craig Mazin, directed by Johan Rank. Both of them won Emmys as well tonight. If you haven't seen the show, it is hard to watch. It's only five episodes, though. It's on HBO. It's well worth signing up for a free trial if you don't have HBO and you're not interested in keeping it, but it is very good, and I think it was a well-deserved winner for best limited series. I will say that I mentioned this when we did our Emmy preview back uh, earlier this year. I am really interested in seeing the mini series When They See Us, which is the Netflix series created and directed by Ava DuVernay about the Central Park Five. So I really am interested in seeing that. And I'll be talking a little bit about the best lead actor in a limited series, Jarell Jerome, who won uh, in a little bit. But uh, that's the other one that's on my radar. I was I was thinking that that one might win, but it did go to Chernobyl, and I think that's a good choice. So the best comedy series went to Fleabag, and this was this was a shock, honestly. I, you know, I think that going into the night, I would have thought that Veep would win. Veep was, of course, in its last season. 
very well respected, very awarded show in the past seven years that it's been on TV. And Fleabag, this little show from England that was on Amazon, came through with the win in Best Comedy Series, and it also won some other major awards, including Best Writing in a Comedy Series for the creator Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Best Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and Best Directing. So I was I was I was really shocked and I was especially shocked. I guess I'll take this moment to say that Phoebe Waller-Bridge won for best lead actress in a comedy, beating out Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And this was pretty crazy because I, I do think that Phoebe Waller-Bridge was a great winner. She's really good in the role and has to play a lot of comedic moments as well as dramatic moments in Fleabag. But frankly, I was shocked that Julia Louis-Dreyfus did not win. She has never lost in this category for Veep. She's won six straight times. She was nominated. And I wrote in my notes, I'm shooketh. I'm shooketh that she didn't take home the seventh win. That being said, I am really happy that Phoebe Waller-Bridge won for Fleabag. She is really, really good in that show. And she's so she has such a charming personality. And so I think it was just great to see her on stage so many times. Okay, I, I have to talk about the best drama series win. And then that went to Game of Thrones, which took home 12 awards total, the most of any show. I, I, I don't understand this. I, I really don't. I like the show. I mean, generally, I like the show Game of Thrones. I've been watching since the very beginning. I've seen all the episodes. In fact, I went back and rewatched the first three seasons before the most recent season came out. But all that being said, what I don't understand about the winners of these shows is that it was pretty clear based on, you know, the production of the Emmys tonight, because they also had this moment where they honored Game of Thrones, they brought the whole cast out and they had the whole audience stand up and clap for them and say, you know, we'll never have another show like this. It was clear that they just love Game of Thrones. But the last season of Game of Thrones, Maureen and I talked about this on this podcast, was just not that good. It was not well done. You know, from a story perspective, obviously the production value was always very high, very impressive things there. But the story and the way that it wrapped up was just not that great. And there were so many better options in this category. You know, Better Call Saul is an excellent, excellent show on AMC. Bodyguard, which I've talked about, it was one of my teasers, uh, you know, months ago. For a Netflix show, only six episodes, very well done, very entertaining. Killing Eve is another show that I really like. I mean, there were so many options in this category that if you're rewarding a particular season of a show, I don't understand how you can give it to Game of Thrones here. It, it might have been deserving in previous seasons, but there are other shows in this category for the seasons for which they were nominated that deserve this more. I, I really, I don't understand this. And of course, Peter Dinklage won. He was the other big winner from Game of Thrones tonight. He won for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for playing Tyrion. I like the guy. I think the character is really fun. Do I think that there are better actors? Probably, maybe not in this category particularly, but, you know, he's he's just okay to me. Um, you know, on the show. I think he's entertaining. I think he's good. But he's won three times before. This was his fourth win for the same role. Ugh, I think we could use some new blood. Okay, I think I got all that out of the way. I'm sure Maureen will have something to say about this next week because, you know, the show, Game of Thrones is really, really well done. I mean, there's no denying that. The production value is incredible. And if you're basing it solely on that, give them the award. But in terms of overall series, I don't understand how you give... Game of Thrones, this award. Okay, some of the other big categories that we had here. Let's talk about lead actor and lead actress in a drama, drama series. 
We had Billy Porter win for Pose. That was an amazing moment. He beat out Jason Bateman, Sterling K. Brown, Kit Harington, Bob Odenkirk, and Milo Ventimiglia. I thought he was a great winner. His speech was really, really good. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Lead actress in a drama series. This was one that I thought for sure would not happen this way. I thought this would for sure go to Emilia Clarke for Game of Thrones or maybe Sandra Oh for Killing Eve. But I was really happy that it went to Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. She plays the villain on the show, but she is so good in that show. She is not like her character at all in real life and everything that I've seen. So it was really nice to see her take home an award for playing such a creepy, weird, evil character. And she just seems like such a nice person in real life. I would have been fine if it had gone to Sandra Oh, by the way, for Killing Eve. I think she's really good, but they play off of each other really well. And I think it was nice that Jodie Comer was able to take home this award. Let's talk about the lead actor in a comedy series. I already mentioned Phoebe Waller-Bridge winning lead actress in a comedy series. Bill Hader took home the award for lead actor in a comedy series. He won this award last year. I think that there's really no competition for him in this category. And I think that's mainly because I've talked about Barry a little bit, the HBO show for which he won. You know, he created the show. He's directed a lot of the episodes. He's written a lot of the episodes. He's very involved in the production of the show overall. But his character in that show does things and has to do things that the other characters nominated in this category don't have to do. The other characters, you know, Ted Danson on The Good Place or Anthony Anderson in Blackish, these are all very comedic centric roles. Bill Hader has to do both comedy and drama, which is why I think it makes him the most well-rounded character. The layers in the character that he plays are, you know, they far exceed the layers that some of these other people have to to play. And so I think that he is a an obvious and deserving winner as a lead actor in a comedy series. The other thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of big picture winners, I think that it was really interesting when they did the directing for a drama series award, and there were three different directors for different Game of Thrones episodes. And I think pretty much everybody in the room thought that it was going to go to one of these. But the winner was actually Jason Bateman for an episode of Ozark. And his face when he won this award was one of pure shock. He was like, is this really happening? Because I think he thought that someone from Game of Thrones is going to win this award. So I thought that was a fun moment. I really like Jason Bateman as an actor, and clearly people respect him as a director now too. So I wanted to say something about the Variety Sketch series. This award went to Saturday Night Live, and my first reaction when I saw the winner was like, what? How is this possibly happening? I just don't understand why the show is winning. We talked on this very podcast about how neither Maureen or I think it's very funny. We talked about an episode from the season that won this award. So it was last season. And I just don't feel like the show is as good as some of the other ones in the category. Now, I will say, you know, I do think that what they do in putting together a an hour and a half show in four days and being able to perform it and having some things of quality is a very impressive feat. But there are other shows, especially last season, that were probably better than Saturday Night Live. So I wonder if they continue to give that show this award because it's been around for so long. You know, it's you know, it's going into its 45th season. So it is a legacy, sort of like Game of Thrones. It's more like a lifetime achievement award as opposed to last season in particular, which I don't think is how it should be, but tends to be how it is on some of these award shows. 
The last thing I want to say for for you know big picture stuff here, the winner for supporting actress in a comedy series was Alex Borstein for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and the winner for supporting actor in a comedy series was Tony Shalhoub for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I will say that neither of these two were my favorite in the categories. I thought for supporting actor in a comedy that any of the three people nominated for the TV show Barry would have been better and more deserving. Tony Shalhoub is fine, and I like Mrs. Maisel, but the people in Barry have a lot more to do, and I think that they do a better job. And then supporting actress in a comedy, Alex Borstein won this award last year. Again, I like Mrs. Maisel, but I think that the performances from the actors in Fleabag and the actor in Barry, Sarah Goldberg, had so much more to do. They had to play so much more, you know, in terms of the depth that they had to deliver. And so I just wonder, like, what is it about, you know, were they just rewarding specifically comedy? And if so, that makes sense why Alex Borstein might have won this award. But I feel like the other roles had to do more in order to get you to buy in. And uh, I just don't, I, I wasn't a huge fan of these, of these winners. That being said, overall, this, this year had more winners that I was happy with than is typical. So, you know, I can't complain about that. I was really, uh, you know, again, happy that, that Fleabag won a bunch and I was happy that Chernobyl won a bunch. So that was exciting, but let's move on now that we've talked about all the big winners to my best moment and my worst moment of the show. And I'm going to say the worst moment is the most cringeworthy moment of the show. So let's talk about best moment first. I had three here that I'm going to pull out and then maybe I'll pick one. But the first one was the opening of the show was kind of weird. This show had no host similar to what the Oscars did this year, which I think is an interesting choice. I'll talk a little bit more about that when I wrap things up. But what they did was they had Homer Simpson, the animated character from The Simpsons, come out on stage at the very beginning and sort of open as, quote unquote, the host, because this was on Fox and The Simpsons are a Fox property. You know, I thought that was a little uneven. But after that, they were trying to scramble to find someone to open the show. And Anthony Anderson was running around backstage trying to find someone. And they settled on Brian Cranston. And I actually thought when he came out on stage, it was really, really good. You know, I was like really interested in what he was saying. He's a very strong actor. So he delivered a monologue that was really good. And I just thought he did a really nice job. So that was one of the, my best moments of the night. The, the next one was when Jarrell Jerome won for lead actor in a limited series for When They See Us. He was just so genuine in his acceptance speech. And, you know, he made a point to thank his mom, who was with him in the audience. And that was just such a moving moment. You know, it was clear that he deserved this award. He put in a lot to this this role. And it was just really nice to see someone up there who you haven't really seen a lot of before. You know, he was in he was in Moonlight. He had a small part in that. But seeing him on this big stage, you know, sort of awestruck that he was up there against some of these amazing actors that were in the category with him was a really nice moment. And then my last best moment of the night was when Billy Porter won for best actor in a drama series. What I really liked about Billy Porter was that he had a really good speech and he actually seemed prepared to say something. I don't know if he thought he might win or not. He he was up there and he was saying something important at the same time. 
he made it seem like it was off the cuff. So it didn't, he was reading stuff from, from cards that he had, but it didn't feel like that. He was, he was very outgoing. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Billy Porter is a stage actor as well. So he's used to being in big rooms and having to, to play to a lot of different people, both in the room and on TV. And Maureen and I actually got to see him in, in a Broadway musical. He was in Kinky Boots on Broadway and we got to see him perform and he was great. So I'm not surprised that he did a nice job delivering his speech here, but, uh, you know, I just thought that his was one of the best moments of the night. But I think if I had to pick one of those, I would say probably Jarell Jerome winning for When They See Us. It was just a really nice moment. It was kind of a break from all the people who are typically up on stage at award shows, and it was just like a breath of fresh air. Okay, so let's move on to sort of like the most cringeworthy moment of the show, and I have several here as well. I'll just list them off quickly, and then I'll land on the one that I'm going to choose as my most cringeworthy moment of the of the Emmys in 2019. First one that I picked out here was Ken Jeong came out and did this bit with Nick Cannon where he was trying to record a video to fit into his daughter's TikTok, which I don't really even know what that is. I think it's a, a you know, like a video app. You can make little videos. It was just super long and drawn out and it was not that funny. That was not good. My next cringeworthy moment Every time that there was a presenter on stage and their stuff was not going well, was not playing well with the audience, they kept cutting to actors in the audience and the actors were just sitting there like stone-faced. They didn't seem to know what to do and then they realized the camera was on them and so they started to like try to smile. It was very awkward. Did not like that at all. The whole like honoring Game of Thrones thing where they brought the whole cast out, it was weird. It was too much. I don't understand why they were singling that show out. Then they they later did it with Veep as well. That was also weird, but less weird because that's a comedy and and the whole thing was comedic. But the bringing the Game of Thrones cast out, even after they had such a poorly received last season, was just kind of like a weird thing for them to do. I, I didn't love that. My next cringeworthy moment is just sort of a general thing. I just don't understand why actors, whose job it is to perform for a living, are so bad at giving speeches sometimes. Don't you think that they could be prepared? Like, even if they have to write something and memorize a speech, don't you think that they could do that? They're on TV. They're in a crowd, in front of a huge crowd. I just wish that actors were not so bad at giving speeches. It seems like it should be part of their job to be to be good at something like that. And yet, every year you have people who get up there and they just stumble over what they're going to say. Like the guy who won for supporting actor in a limited series, Ben Wishaw, got up there and the first thing he said was, uh, "I'm really, I'm really hungover." And uh, you know, it was just like clear he wasn't expecting to get up there. But even still, it was just so weird and awkward. So did not like that. But none of these compare to the most cringeworthy moment that happened throughout the show. They had this thing where they were trying, I guess, to spice it up because there was no host. They had this actor, Thomas Lennon, sort of up in the, you know, in the back of the room. And his job was to make jokes after every winner was announced while they were walking up to the stage. So normally at award shows, you have someone who sort of gives the stats. Oh, they've been nominated twice and this is their first win. And that's really exciting. Well, his job was to make quote unquote jokes. I don't think I laughed at one of them. And not only that, it was really hard to hear because everybody in the audience was clapping and, and, you know, yelling and very excited for the winner. And he was up there trying to make jokes. They weren't funny. They were kind of awkward. They were kind of like borderline offensive at times. The ones that I did hear that has got to go. That has got to go. If they do this again, 
you know, with no host, do not do this thing or get someone who writes better jokes. I don't know if he was writing the jokes or if he was just reading them. Do not do that again. Did not like that. Okay, all that out of the way. Let me give you my final thoughts on the Emmys 2019. First of all, way too many categories. I don't know. I didn't count. I think there were probably close to 20 plus categories, maybe close to 30. It just felt like it was going on forever and ever and ever. There were some fun moments. There were a lot of cringeworthy moments. I'm really not sure what to make of the no host thing. I think it works generally, but I do miss someone really engaging at the beginning with like a big opening number or something like that. I feel like if you had someone to do that, you don't really need someone else throughout the whole show, but it would be great to have that. In this show, there were some great winners. I talked about them. There were some winners that made your eyes roll. But all in all, this was just another award show with things to love and things to gripe about. So I think it was pretty par for the course. So that is my Emmy 2019 monologue for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Maureen will be back next week for a normal episode of the Popcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be back soon. Talk to you then. You can leave us feedback, comments, or questions on each episode by going to vernacularpodcast.com slash poppedcast. We would love to hear from you. You can also reach us by emailing thepoppedcast at vernacularpodcast.com. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice so you don't miss an episode. We'll be back next week, as always, sitting cross-legged on our bedroom floor with a brand new episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. I wanted to share some quotes because Maureen did watch about the first two hours with me before she went to bed. And I was going to give you some context for these quotes, but I actually think it's funnier if I just read them. So this is what Maureen said while we watched the Emmys. And I'm just going to read these. I have five quotes. and I think they're all great. So first quote, quote, I hate this already, end quote. Second, that was probably the best moment on TV this year. Hmm, I got you wondering, what did Maureen think was the best moment on TV this year? Her next quote, oh, I get it. It was a joke that wasn't very funny. Next quote, what is this? It isn't even funny. And then lastly, I love the Brits. <laughs>